0: Welcome back. Yesterday, Nintendo decided to give us a roughly 40-minute presentation focusing on games coming this winter, and there were a ton of titles there, and Sony decided to give us a state of play later that evening that focused on about 10 titles, mostly from Japanese developers. I wanted to take the opportunity to discuss some of the highlights from that, give my thoughts on some of the titles that might be coming out, because there is a lot to be excited about if you are a gamer. But first, if you're new here to Would Gaming, thank you for tuning in. If you're returning, we thank you for the continued support. If you haven't already, give us a follow on our social platforms. We are on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Always trying to grow the brand there a little bit more. Just shy of 1,000 on the gram, so help us reach that goal. Slightly under 500 on YouTube, we're trying to grow that as well. But we want to dive right into things. There is a lot to cover here. So starting off with the Nintendo Direct. We first saw Fire Emblem engage and in this we see characters from past games the only one that I am really familiar with and that is from Smash itself is Marth of course I'm familiar with Roy but Roy was not shown likely based on the fact that they're bringing in old characters Roy might make an appearance here we saw combined attacks and what almost seemed like characters fused it likely was similar to Xenoblade Chronicles 3. But they're using the engage ability here. And what was shown is closer to the traditional Fire Emblem titles. And it seems to be dropping the classroom sim, or at least it did not show any of that in this initial trailer. This is going to launch on 120, 2023. So January 1st, 2023. And it looks like it'll be a fun title. I like strategy RPG games, strategy, turn-based strategy games, so it might be a little bit of fun. Moving on from there, we saw that it takes two is going to get a release. On to the Nintendo Switch. It's an awesome couch and online co-op game that requires you to have two players. You'll be able to play locally on one system, local wireless with two systems, and online multiplayer via the free friend pass. It launches on November the 4th. Now, I did not mention whether the free friend pass would be able to be utilized for wireless co-op, but I have to believe that that would be something that they have to enable because, of course, you need two people to play this game. I don't see them trying to make you buy two copies. Because on every other platform, you do have that friend code. But again, on those other platforms, you do not have the ability to play in local wireless. I'm not sure if this is on a Steam Deck. But I'm sure that if it's not, somebody will port it there. Because it's just money to be made in that regard. This is a fantastic title. I just finished it over the weekend. Very emotional, story-driven title with awesome gameplay elements. I highly recommend it if you have not played this. Next, we saw Fatal Frame, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. It was previously never released in the west and it finally will be in early 2023 xenoblade chronicles 3 dlc wave 2 introduces a new mechanical character named eno you must complete her story to unlock her challenges battles will also be added with continuous waves of enemies that you must defeat and if you defeat them you earn rewards you earn valuable accessories and even new outfits that's going to come on october the 13th SpongeBob SquarePants, the cosmic shape, sees you traveling through portals to seven different worlds from prehistoric kelp forest to wild west jellyfish fields. Over 30 different costumes can be unlocked and counter characters from the show with their original voice actors. This launches next year. Fitness Boxing Fist of the North Star seems to incorporate the motion controls of the Joy-Cons. It seems to be a motion control type game in that regard, similar to what was the uh ring fit adventure albeit without the ring that's going to come in march 2023 oddballers is a zany party game from ubisoft i believe it was it looks like yes a zany dodgeball party game to me there are different mini games which have different rules and there is also character customization that is available in the game you can play as many different characters different outfits all of that good stuff that's going to come in early 2023 tunica game that i've been looking forward to playing is finally going to come to the nintendo switch on september 27th it's very clearly inspired by the classic zelda games the top down titles and i'll probably pick this up when the price is right because i've been looking forward to playing this title front mission remakes front mission one is going to drop in november front mission two is going to come next year and sometime in the future no firm release date no year even front mission three will launch as well story of seasons a wonderful life sees you and other characters growing older as time goes on even your children will grow up and they will choose careers based on the way that you have raised them this is a very cool twist on the harvest moon formula i know in games like what is it stardew valley i play that but your kids don't necessarily grow up and grow off to go off to have their own careers or anything so it's nice to see a little bit more longevity you get to see your offspring go off and grow up so that's pretty cool as well Splatoon 3 is launching another Splatfest. That's going to go from 9-23-2023 at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard, to 9:25 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. Octopath Traveler 2. Sees you with eight new travelers. Hikari the Warrior, Agnea the Dancer, Parshitishio the Merchant, Oswald the Scholar, Throne the Thief, Temenos the Cleric, Oshete the hunter and Kasti, the apothecary set in a different era path actions differ between night and day and of course intertwining stories it's going to come to 24 2023 and this is one of the highlights of this for me i am looking forward to this i played the heck out of octopath traveler the original got stuck on geraldera the final boss but i need to go back and finish that before we get here and i just know that it's going to be so well written it's going to be a fantastic story the original was very, it had some very adult tones to it, but it was a fantastic title. For instance, uh, what was her name? Uh, Prima, uh, I can't think of the name. The name of the, the dancer in that game, she was like a dancer and basically almost an escort. So it was very adult themed, but it kind of did not put it on a sleeve or just outright say it, but it was implied. And I look forward to more from Square Enix. And titles like this, I'm looking forward to that. Fay Farm sees you farming and building up your homestead, discovering magic spells that help you grow crops, face off against foes, and explore the realms of Azoria. It builds itself as a fairy tale farmstead and has local and online multiplayer for up to four players. You can customize your home as you'd expect from a title like this, and there are different seasons which again you would see in any farm sim. that's going to come in spring 2023. Theatrium Final Bar line is a rhythm-based game incorporating songs from across the Final Fantasy and other Square Enix IPs, boasting 385 songs total, which are broken up by games. Two players can complete stages in pair style, and up to four players can compete in online play. Launching February 16, 2023, the initial launch is just going to have Final Fantasy... Music in it, but post-launch DLC featuring songs from the saga series, Nier series, Octopath Traveler, Live Alive, and more will be released, adding 90 additional songs. Additions including a season pass and 27 extra songs will also be available. Mario Plus Rabid Sparks of Hope highlighted free roaming exploration, items, and side quests, along with the sparks, which can be upgraded. And there are over 30 different. Ty- there are up to 30 different types of those. Each with different skills and powers which can be upgraded a gold edition can be pre-order which will give you the base game the mega bug collection weapon kit and a season pass rune factory 3 special comes to nintendo switch featuring a brand new mode allowing you to spend more quality time with your in-game spouse coming sometime in 2023 they also announced a new rune factory series that's going to come sometime in the future next up we got an update to the nintendo switch online some of the games that are coming out soon some of them into next year the ones coming for this year are pilot wings 64 and mario party one and two those are coming in 2022 in 2023 we have mario party 3 pokemon stadium one and two 1080 snowboarding excite bike 64 and GoldenEye with online play finally i don't know why but when i saw the golden eye music i started it just started playing i got super excited i'm not even subscribed to the n64 tier and this found me i might have to upgrade just to play that for a bit but that it excited me to no end to see that various day life dropped yesterday during the direct it seems to be a life sim rpg you perform daily tasks to unlock different jobs and you do have the ability to fight monsters as well factorio a sim sees you attempting to escape you a planet you landed on as a result of a malfunction you must scour to the planet to gather materials you would then build machines that can be used to refine those materials and you also have to worry about keeping the 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 creatures of the planet at bay that's going to launch october 28th ib is a 2d exploration adventure that sees you and that seems to have some horror themes that's going to launch spring 2023 mario strikers battle league had a free update too gives us pauline diddy kong more gear and another stadium that's going to come this month Atelier Ryza, Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key Wow that is a mouthful of a title, sees Ryza and friends investigating the appearance of strange islands in order to protect their homeland from impending danger. Eleven heroes will join you from all walks of life during your adventure. Work with allies during battle to activate different skills that are swappable when needed. There are so many of these titles with different titles that I thought this was just another port that we already saw this on ps4 prior and they were just ported it over to the switch apparently i was incorrect in that this is a new entry in the series that's going to come february 24th 2023 mary mountain from mario kart tour and peach gardens from mario kart ds were teased for the upcoming wave of the mario kart plus expansion that's going to come this holiday nintendo switch sports will be finally getting golf but instead of fall as it initially was supposed to be It will fall in holiday 2022. There are going to be 21 holes available. There will also be survival golf for up to 8 people online to play with the highest stroke count being out. Miyamoto talked about Pikmin Bloom a bit and gave us a glimpse of Pikmin 4 launching in 2023. and Using a different camera angle it seems, a bit lower to the ground and closer to the Pikmin, no gameplay was shown. This was just a small teaser. Just Dance 2023 featuring new online multiplayer that's going to launch November 22nd. Harvest Stella launched a demo featuring the opening days of the first season with Save Data being transferable to the full game. That's going to come out November 4th. Bayonetta 3 looks to be a fantastic title. They went over some of the returning characters who were there to help defend the world. It's coming October 28th. There's also a trailer highlighting gameplay in it. I didn't check that out. I'm way behind on Bayonetta and Being at the age I am and having the massive backlog I am, I've realized there's going to be some games that i don't get to in Bayonetta might just be one of them, might change the future, but time is limited, we only have so many years to live. In the city of Perpetual Rain, many cases are taken on by a master detective in code and rain code. You play as a trainee for the detective agency who is haunted by a Shinigami and inspects crime scenes for clues and evidence. Once you're done investigating a crime scene and got all the evidence, the Shinigami will conjure a realm tying the crime scene to the truth with a mystery labyrinth that you must navigate and solve in order to solve the case. That's going to come in Spring 2023. Next up, it was a massive dump for Resident Evil Cloud games on the Nintendo Switch. Initially, it was showing Resident Evil Village. That's going to come on October 28th with the Winters DLC dropping on December 2nd. Resident Evil Biohazard, Resident Evil 2, and Resident Evil 3 are all coming this year as cloud versions as well. Sifu is going to come to the Nintendo Switch on November 8th, and I'm excited for that. There is a collector's edition they're releasing with this as well. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, a remaster of the older title with enhanced graphic, updated combat, and new soundtrack arrangements, comes December 13th. Radiant Silvergun, the classic Smup, Available on Nintendo Switch now. This is a very intense bullet hell type game that sees you dodging between bullets while trying to take out an on-rails stage and bosses. Endless Dungeon sees you trying to escape an abandoned Space Station, fend off waves of monsters as you make your way through procedurally generated levels, complete quests to unlock areas, characters, weapons, and more. Up to three players can play and co-op online. Coming next year. Next, a title that I'm super excited for. Something I haven't played since the days of the GameCube. The title that gave me my first glimpse, my first entry into the Tales franchise. Of course, I'm talking about Tales of Symphonia Remastered. We get to go on Colette and Lloyd's Quest again. And I was very excited about this. This is going to come early 2023 and I am super excited for this. This will likely be one of those titles that I pick up this was one of the highlights along with Octopath in this for me. Next, we had a sizzle reel that showed us Life is Strange Arcadia Bay Collection, September 27th, Romancing Saga, Minstrel Song, remastered December 1st, Lego Brick Tales, as stated as Fall 2022, Disney Speedstorm, that's 2022 Fall Guys Season 2, that's coming September 15th. Next up, we are celebrating 30 years of Kirby next year. In order to celebrate, we're going to get a remaster of Kirby Return, Kirby's Return to Dream Land Deluxe. It appears to be a remake of the Wii title with added multiplayer with up to four players on one system. The new mecha ability is added as well. It gives you the ability to fire from a distance, come up close and punch, or can fire, or you can fire a continuous laser from a distance as well. That's going to be February 24th, 2023. Now the big announcement for this presentation... The big thing, one of the big things that I'm sure a lot of people wanted to see, including myself, and it wasn't the Zelda double pack that I really hope we get eventually. I really hope that that gets dropped, shadow dropped or something, kind of like they did the Mario collection, hopefully. But that is Zelda Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. They gave us a title for that and a release date. We saw small snippets of gameplay. We see Link flying on a bird type object diving off a large structure climbing and holding on to a structure as an ability seems to pull it upward They finally have that title and the release date of may the 12th of 2023 i was super excited for this presentation there was a lot to be thankful for here and we'll transition right over to the sony one as well because it is not as long i can fit it all in here so, first and foremost, we got a cinematic-slash-gameplay trailer of Tekken 8 for the PS5. It looks cool. I haven't been into Tekken in years, but for all you fighting game fans out there, I'm sure that this is right up your alley. It looks like it's going to be a good time. Next up, we have some PSVR 2-focused titles. Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge Enhanced Edition. It's going to come 2023 as seems as you doing having some combat, exploration, and what might have been environmental puzzles as well. This was previously released on the Oculus, I believe. D. Mio is another PSVR 2 title that seems to be a dungeon crawler likely mimicking Dungeons & Dragons with a dungeon that you can see. Her characters are represented by figures. You roll dice to determine effectiveness. And there appear to be cards you can play as well. There's no release date for this, but it seems interesting enough launching for the first time outside japan like a dragon Ashin looks to be a fast-paced action game where you play as a samurai during the 1860s there are firearm and blade combat that's going to come for ps4 and ps5 in 2023 this is a spin-off of the yakuza titles kazuma kiryu and and many others from the series are actually going to be in this taking over the parts of these characters so you just know it's going to be over the top. Hogwarts Legacy showed a release date of February tenth, 2023. I'm not sure if this was previously announced, but there's also an exclusive quest only for PlayStation consoles. The Haunted Hogsmeade Shop includes an additional dun- dungeon, shopkeepers, cosmetic sets, and an in-game shop, the Hogsmeade Shop. Pacific Drive, a game shrouded in mystery that sees you driving around dodging anomalies in an environment comes in 2023 as PS5 only. After checking the press site, it is a run-based first-person driving survival game. The car is your only companion as you navigate a surreal, anomaly-filled reimagining of the Pacific Northwest. It builds itself as a road-like. Each run brings new challenges as you restore and upgrade your car from an abandoned garage that serves as your home base. You must navigate your way to the heart of the Olympic exc- exclusion zone and unravel a long forgotten mystery playstation stars was briefly up high- highlighted it is a it is all about digital collectibles of course it is of course it is it begins to roll out in september in some regions in asia and in the americas and europe in the weeks that follow sin Duality appears to be a mecha piloting game that launches in 2023 it appears as if you're battling monsters and harvesting crystals it looks pretty cool Humanity seems to be in a deep sleep in a futuristic apocalyptic setting in what was formerly Project E, now known as Stellar Blade. PS5 only 2023 looks pretty cool. Rise of the Ronin, a PS5 exclusive comes in 2025. From the brief amount of gameplay we saw, there was gore, there was sword and gunplay coming from Team Ninja. You just know this is going to be very fast-paced. There's a God of War themed dual sense that is dropping on 11 9, 2022 this is a limited edition i kind of wish they would have done a ps5 version and said maybe give us a console kind of like the god of war ps4 that they came out with that thing was pretty freaking sweet they need to do something like that we don't have any theme systems at this time there really need to be some produced. there needs to be a change to that There was more gameplay revealed for God of War what appeared to be Valkyries and many different other standard and larger monsters. Blades of Chaos make a return. If you're picking up God of War Ragnarok, I feel like you already know if you're going to it this time. These were two very different presentations. One, if you look at Nintendo, seemed to give us a wealth of information. Many, many title launches coming, a lot of information, and a lot of that is just in the next six months or so. Whereas if we look at Sony's, there's a lot in 2023, even some in 2024, and there's not a whole lot to be excited about there. The big title at the end that we got to see was God of War, and as I stated, I feel like if you're picking up God of War on day one or even within the first month, you already know if you are. There's no question in your mind, if you played the first one like I did, I know it was a great time. Due to my size of my backlog and Pokemon coming out at the end of the month, I don't know that I'm going to pick it up day one, but I'm going to pick it up soon thereafter. If not, I'll borrow it from my buddy Philip and play that thing myself. But I feel like you already know that. Sony gave us some cool new stuff in the Yakuza spinoff and the Ronin, but other than that, there wasn't a whole lot there. Tekken, if you're a fighting game fan, but you have to be a fighting game fan for that. Both presentations were good, I just feel like, at the end of the day, Nintendo's was a bit better. Granted, you needed to be a JRPG fan a lot, because there was a lot of JRPGs in there. Unless you were just excited for those Nintendo Switch Online titles that are coming for the N64 service. But anyway, I just wanted to get this out here for you guys, so you check it out. Let me know what you think. Is there anything you were super excited about? do i have it wrong in your opinion did sony do a better job and create more hype than nintendo i don't see that happening but hey we all have our differing opinions and that's what makes the world go round those different opinions thank you for tuning in and you guys enjoy